Viewer discretion advised. Podcast may include graphic content, violence, substance use, and foul language. I recite the stories in this show as they are written to the word, with the only exception being grammatical errors need corrected. Thank you for watching. Copyright notice. The stories I share on this podcast are told either via public domain reciting or by the use of Creative Commons share-alike licensing. Unless expressly mentioned by me, the stories in this podcast do not belong to me in any way and are subject to copyright by their original owner or owners. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to Scared Shitless Podcast. Today we got a goodie for you guys. Um, So this story... No one else is able to share this. I have expressed written consent from the author to share this. So please don't rebroadcast this whatsoever. So I've got a post from Reddit No Sleep. And this is a new post. It's only been up for about 21 hours. And it's got 69 upvotes already. So the story is called The Tall Man. And it's by Little Heron 8 on Reddit. I'm writing this in hopes that someone might be able to help before it's too late. It all started about a month ago when I was walking home from a bar I work at. It was late by then, and the small town I live in looked like a ghost town. It was honestly pretty creepy, and I quickened my step, thankful my house was only a few blocks away. I took out my phone and checked the time, 12.32am, and that was when I saw him. I was in the process of putting my phone back in my pocket when I happened to glance across the street and noticed the man standing stock still under a streetlight. He looked to be about six, maybe seven feet tall, but it was hard to tell because he wore a very dirty, very old trench coat. For some reason, the sight of him standing there got to me, and I sped walked the rest of the way home, constantly checking over my shoulder just in case he chose to follow me. I breathed a sigh of relief as I turned into the pavement leading up to my door and made my way inside almost unconsciously locking the door behind me. I quickly shook off the creepy feelings from before and plopped down on the couch to eat dinner and relax before bed. The rest of the evening went by fast. I watched a few programs on the TV and decided it was probably time to head upstairs to get some sleep. I made my way up the stairs into my room at the end of the hall, making sure to turn off all the lights on the way there. Growing up, my dad always screamed at me for leaving the lights on, saying I would cost him millions, and... I guess the rule stuck with me to my adult years. I got to my room and shut the door behind me and began my nighttime routine to get ready for bed. After all, all that was finished. I slipped between the covers and closed my eyes, ready for the morning. All of a sudden, I jerked awake and checked the time. 5 a.m. Way too early to be up, but my body had needs. I quickly used the bathroom and drank some water and headed back to bed, repeating the same chore of turning all the lights off. As I crossed my room, I heard a very loud noise outside and jumped. I ran to my window and looked outside, trying to see the source of the disturbance. I held my breath anxiously as I heard more sounds approaching from down the street, getting closer by the moment. I let out a sigh of relief as a couple drunken teenagers appeared from around the corner of the street and down the sidewalk, singing loud rap songs and swaying back and forth, more than likely on their way home from a party. They passed my house and continued on still singing until they disappeared, engulfed by the early morning fog. I turned to go back to bed and froze in my tracks, my eyes fixed to the street below, 
There, standing maybe five houses away, was the same man from before, barely visible despite the street lamp he was standing under. Had he followed me home? The thought escaped my lips, and I started at the sound of my own voice, looking away for a few seconds to compose myself. I glanced at the street again, but he had vanished. I looked every direction, but I couldn't see him, so I gave up and returned to bed, giving in to sleep. Things after that were pretty normal. I went to work, came home, slept, and did the whole thing again. I hadn't seen the man since that night and pretty much forgotten about him until a few weeks ago when I decided to have my friend Stacy stay the night. She was a nice girl I'd met at work, and we had become fast friends, bonding over our love for horror movies. A horror movie, in fact, was the reason she was coming over that night. Some new slasher I hadn't heard of recently come out, and she wanted to watch it with me, so we planned a sort of sleepover, complete with snacks. I had just finished setting out the various chips and popcorn I had when the doorbell rung, and I went to open the door. There stood Stacy, a slightly troubled look on her face, and I invited her inside, asking what was the matter. She set down her coat and turned to me. Did you see the man who was behind me on the sidewalk? Her words made my blood run cold, and I quickly walked over to the door and peered through the peephole. Once I was satisfied no one stood there, I turned back and we both headed into the living room, trying to lighten the mood by talking about the new movie. We sat down and she put it on, and I quickly forgot about the events of earlier and became engrossed in the movie. It was actually pretty good. We watched the movie, talked, and ate snacks until the credits came on and it was time for bed. The couch pulled out into a small mattress, so that's where she slept, and I headed up to my room, once again turning every light off on the way. I stopped for a moment beside my bedroom window, but saw nothing outside and got into my bed, quickly succumbing to sleep. Maybe an hour later, I woke up to a slam downstairs and ran down to the front door, to the front door hanging open and Stacy slowly walking across the porch and down the steps. Hey Stacy, what's going on? I called, but no answer. It's as if she was in a trance. I went to go grab her and get her back in the house, but stopped dead in my tracks as I looked at who, or should I say what, she was walking towards. It was the man, except this time he looked impossibly tall he wasn't wearing his trench coat. Instead, where the coat should have been, there was a long cut in the man's chest and stomach, and through the gash was unfolding hundreds of arms, long and ghostly white, which reached to grab Stacy. I couldn't move as I watched her get snatched up, and seemingly pulling her into the man's torso, her body crunching and cracking as the arms stuffed her corpse inside. After that, he smiled at me, put his trench coat back on, raising a finger in a shushing motion, and walked away down the street. Finally, my legs started working again. I collapsed onto the carpet, trying to make sense of what I had seen. That thing had just shoved my co-worker into its damn body. What if it would come back for me? Unsatisfied with its meal tonight. I slammed the door and shakily made my way to the bathroom, after emptying the contents of my stomach, I wiped my mouth and sat down on the toilet, still in shock from what had happened. I went to my room and looked down upon the street below, looking for any sign I wasn't losing my mind. No, shines, uh, no sign showed itself, I gave up and went to bed, or at least I tried to. I awoke the next morning with a massive headache and called into work sick. I popped a couple of Advil and sat down on the couch, rubbing my temples. 
All of a sudden, I heard a knock at the door and jumped slightly, the events of last night still playing in my mind. I hesitantly made my way over to the front door and looked outside but saw nothing. I opened the door and looked down to see a piece of paper laying on my welcome mat. I picked it up and turned it over to see the two words that sealed my fate. You're next. I haven't been to work in two weeks, and I refuse to leave the house, even when my friends keep calling me to hang out. I know if I go outside, he will get me. There was one night recently I woke up to find myself downstairs with my hand on the front door ready to open it. I immediately pulled away and ran back upstairs. Since then, I locked my bedroom door. I know he's coming for me, and I don't know how long I have till he gets me. Please, if anyone can help me, please, I don't want to die. So, very, very nice short story, very well written. I enjoyed reading it, and I had the pleasure to reach out to the author and get permission to read the story. I'm going to be leaving the author's Reddit account in the description of my YouTube video and in the show notes of my Spotify. Please go check them out. Give them a vote, you know, leave a comment on there or something for them. Give them the exposure they deserve. I'm really appreciative of being allowed to share this story with you guys. And stay tuned for more episodes. Like I said in the Smile Dog episode, I'm really trying to make up episodes that I missed. Once I've done that, this podcast will go back to a bi-weekly schedule. And that's how we're going to roll for a while. Um, If I can change it back to weekly, I will. But as far as work has gone so far, that's not going to be an option right now. So... We'll just keep rolling with it, and we'll see how it goes. As for now, that's how it's going to be. So, again, uh, big thanks to Little Heron 8 for letting me use your story. Uh, it was a pleasure being able to read it, and I hope you enjoy the episode. So, um, to everybody tuning in, again, thanks, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. See you later. Be scared shitless.